0: Run into it and we're back um it's about time we've been you know staying in our wheelhouse covering football uh winning your our listeners we're up now to 95% return on investment in FanDuel Huge. so um Huge. you know if you put $15 in you're now up to i believe That's just uh, math 20,
1: baby that's just
0: math $29 so um you know it's the least we could do um Anyway, we are welcomed back by uh, Bud Copeland, and we need to really dive into the Ryder Cup. Maddie's got the yeah. new baby. I've been traveling, and we had to bring in Bud for for a little bit of expertise here, um, so that we could speak intelligently about the Ryder Cup, what people should be looking for, who to bet on, uh, what goes on for for you know new golf listeners and and watchers like why this event is so special um so we're we're gonna try and hit all the bases and and give you what you need to know as we head into this week um so bud welcome back yeah
2: bud welcome back in none of those words like uh advice experience expertise were in the job description uh i thought we were just coming here listen i've a long
1: a long few weeks you know Uh, i just think I pick my head up and football's on. That's taking some of my time. I pick my head up. I know the Ryder Cup's coming. I know who's on that team. I go to Google the course to get an idea of what's going on over there. And I get routed to some Italian football manager who looks like McConaughey, but Italian. I'm on the wrong path and I need to be saved. Bud, take us back. Take us where we need to be.
2: I don't know if you read green lights. McConaughey is never the wrong path for anything in life. But (laughs) back to this guy's Google search. So Marco Simone is is the name you're looking for. And... I, I feel a little pretentious saying Simone, but no, nope. that's right. It's you know I'm trying not to I'm not I'm trying not to bastardize the process here. So Marco yeah. Simone, uh, just outside of Rome, it hosted the Italian Open earlier this year, and so it's a course that these guys, especially on the European side, are familiar with. As a matter of fact, the guy who wanted Adrian Moronk was one of the big snubs. Yeah, uh, I've been big on him for a while. He's going to be a good European player. Uh, but I think he got I think he got booted for some clicks. And I don't know how much you might know about the European side, but there's this kid, Ludwig Aberg, uh-huh. who just finished college, went pro, made a big splash, made some runs early, And he won on the DP World Tour. Scuttlebutt is though he was already going to be a captain's pick weeks before that when he came out Flexing on the PGA tour. So mm. he's kind of that. Uh I don't know if you followed the Solheim Cup this last yep. weekend where yep. USA 1414. It was a nail biter. I feel for for Nellie corda She's carrying this whole thing on her shoulders. Google up, Google those results. Watch that 17th hole. It was wonderful. But the uh the the oh Scott, I just got lost down feeling bad for Nelly Corda. And then I was thinking about <laughs> Nelly Corda.
1: You got nelly
2: It's getting hot in here. Have coffee. <laughs> just yeah tap into that caffeine stream a little bit more cuz that <laughs> seems to be where we went wrong. Yeah. So the Marco Simone golf course did it to, it's, it's a uh, it's what they call so actually best way to phrase this Rory earlier this week or last week said if we could turn it into a driving mid iron and putting contest we're going to win. That just translates into the European style of play which is shot making keeping keeping the ball under control we were much more of the bomb and gouge type and that's what he means he's you know if if it's all about what can you do with a wedge and it just turns into throwing darts that does maybe favor our guys a little bit more where their guys kind of grew up over there most of them half of these guys now were junior golfers at some img academy or something over here or some prep school uh, before they went to college but if they can keep it that kind of a game traditionally it's going to favor the europeans that said on the American side, we do have the number one shot maker in the world right now in Scotty Scheffler. Mm-hmm. Um, he's coming off a high just in the last couple of years and he's ready to pop. He 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 missed his stride at the end of the at the end of the year there but he is the shot maker on the team. And then we saw that Justin Thomas kind of showed out a little bit at Fortinet. He was, uh, he was lackluster in the final round shooting 72, but he was top five in every other shot category for that tournament. So that's a kind of pulse check on where his game is. And but Scotty, Mark,
1: Scotty's boy, uh, Bermuda Burns as well. He, he loves these greens
2: Sammy flow. And that was the, that was the locker room pick that was getting criticized a lot. Right. So the, the captain's picks, um, God, who are all the is Sam Burns? I don't know. Burns, uh, who we got where's the team? Who's got it? Who's, I've got
1: it. Burns, uh, Ricky. I think was Cantley Homa. No, Homa no was, he he made it on points. He made Homa it on points. In, came in on points. Um, I think, I think Kep, kepka and Kepka, right? Or did he make it on points too for his win? Kepka, no,
2: Kepka was a pick, and that was that was kind of one of those things too, because we'll talk about that in just a minute. The whole live. Yeah. aspect look at me trying to produce over here from the guest chair hey, uh no that was just all on my list here. of things to, all. to mention all right there we go
1: Wyndham um, Clark is uh has been running his mouth a little bit he's get he's going I saw him going at Rory the other day
2: I, I saw that too the in the most polite way possible. yeah it seems like a bad idea so Brooks Kepka, Colin Morikawa, Xander Shoffley Scotty Scheffler Jordan Spieth Justin Thomas those were the uh I think those were the captain's picks yeah no nope. Uh, no, Ricky. Jesus, they have these out of order. Anyway, yeah, they do. Ricky and Thomas, yeah. The Sam Burns pick was getting criticized because he's a buddy of Scotty Scheffler. Sam Burns also won the WGC match play earlier this year. Yep. And yes, the locker room vibe has something to do with it. I wouldn't be shocked to see Scheffler and Burns right out the gate, kind of like Spieth and Thomas. If you've got yep. pairs and pods that you want to just get out there, get points earlier. early, you need to. Yep, chemistry uh, matters for sure. Chemistry absolutely matters. It's everything. It's, it's funny because ask- Donald, go ahead. No, i was going to ask like how
0: much when, when they're setting up the, who's going out with each grouping, um, is that chemistry? Is that like Speith, Thomas or buddies? They, you know, go everywhere together on, on tour. And, you know, is that a huge factor? And do you think that has traditionally like led to points being scored early?
2: That that's actually a great question because it, de- it does depend. I hate to waffle on it, but. I think chemistry matters a little bit more. If you go back and look at when Europe really became a Ryder cup team in the late seventies, early eighties, once they finally invited continental Europe in and then in 85, when the team Europe finally broke through and won, they they've got this wave of momentum going because they did kind of have a core group of veterans that would usher in some new lads and and the chemistry really mattered. And so they were able to hold serve over there and compete with our american identity centric ego driven you know those guys over there weren't necessarily getting the endorsement deals and all the personal attention it was much more of a traditional game still you know when we were commercializing it and so the quote-unquote the vibe as the kids would say it does matter a lot now in team usa's history this is kind of i think the first one in, in a while that that has that that has that moniker to see like, is this going to be a boy's trip? Is this going to be, or is this going to be, you know, that, that quote vibe pays off. And yeah. for team USA, it didn't used to be about that. You know, we did, we did try to put out tiger and Phil once when they were one and two in the world or one. And well, two Cause three. you could pair
1: those guys with anybody and they're going to just steamroll. Like that was a different time. I feel like,
2: right. Like who, who, Tiger still got their ass handed to him. I know was, it's match play. Was, no, no but what you, you just said was harmed. true. Is, yeah, what you just said was true. Is though you could have paired either. And that was the lesson learned. Yeah. Why well, put these two guys together? We can pair them with anybody, and they can carry anybody. Does uh, is anybody? Can
1: anybody be considered "quote unquote" in form right now? Right? They are, they haven't been playing a ton of golf. Not everybody showed up at the Fortinet. Is, is is anybody in form, or is it just like, hey, my studs versus your studs, Ryder Cup? Let's go
2: we'll know when the next season of full swing drops because yeah. that's been my question all along is DP world tour had a big tournament last weekend and they only took one week off before, you know, heading to Rome. Yep. And so all 12 of their guys were in, in the field and in form, they all made the cut. I think like eight were in the top 20. Yep. So they're, you know, this is not gonna be too much layoff. And I guess this goes to that question of conference championship and college football, right? Yep. How long is your layoff in between, Yeah. between the, your final game and yep. the, the big show, yeah, man? And what are you doing in that in that meantime? So these guys are all friends. I love that they got the social media out there today. That they're all on site playing their practice rounds. But these yeah. guys are all buddies, and half of them live in Jupiter. They all practice, you know, play yeah. money games on the side to, uh, together. I want to know, and we'll find out after the fact what you know how much of that went on. Yeah, uh, and then I guess we'll be able to answer some of those again. Does the does the whole popularity contest? If the, if you're going to take the side of the critiquers. Out there is a the popularity contest actually going to pay off, or is this a business trip? Because Luke Donald, to flip it, you know, like traditionally, Team Europe, like I was set, trying to set up earlier, Team Europe in the eighties and nineties was a lot yep. about passion and, you know, this core group of guys. And we were just trying to send our gunslingers out there. Yep. And
1: Sebi and the boys.
2: Yeah. And Luke Donald was kind of trying to tamp that down and say like, no, this, this is a competition. We have really talented players. And on paper, we've got, you know, three of the top world. They're, they're trying to do that kind of cautious optimism where we're confident. We know we've got the firepower to keep up. uh, But we also recognize that they've got X, Y, and Z courteous there's not a lot of shit talking like there might have been back in the day and i think that just um
1: because they are buddies all these guys are all yeah you know but when it comes like you'll see the passion come out when they get out there and they start playing because these guys want to win more than anything like who there's who's, money on the, line. Money in the yeah. line and there's pride and there's bragging rights it's it's no different than when you go on a trip with your boys um who comes out of this weekend with the most points most wins which golfer do you think plays the very best this week and i know some of that is in, is going to be dependent on their partner when they're playing, you know, different formats. Who do you think will come out of this as the best? I have an answer for myself. I'd like to hear what you two think. Who do you think ends up playing the very best golf this week? Gibby,
2: why don't you start us but, off? You, yeah. said you, two, so, you said you two, You you said two. so I was going to pass the talking so stick, I, but I can't. You know what? I don't know. I, oh, I don't shit. know how much but, of a factor. Hold on real quick. Sorry, sorry. Hold on. The mouth moves on that thing. Yeah, yeah. the mouth moves. That's Gibby's. Gibby's. <laughs> Gibby's. Gibby's, Gibby's <laughs> coming to us live. No. He's
1: on the road and he couldn't figure out how to get his camera my, working. Um, like a classic. I'm talking. Work.
2: I'm talking to a squirrel in oh, a hoodie. You didn't know the no, mouth. No, it's a bear in a hoodie. No, yeah, it's I've a bear a I've been, sta- I've been, been like... staring. I've been staring in your eyes the whole time. Well, that's okay. smart. But yeah, Gibby. <laughs> so yeah, I'm,
0: uh, programming note. I'm on the road. Camera's not working on the computer. and That's brilliant. That's
2: beautiful. I love that. I tried
0: to add as much as I could. So. Maddie and Butter talking to a bear in a hoodie avatar via yeah. Zoom. So, Love it. Um, it's the best we can do today.
2: <laughs>
1: <Hey>. <laughs> better than so, most. Better than most. Keep in mind, the USA is slightly favored to win
0: this thing. So they are. They so always I was, are. Hey, how much does you know playing on their home course? Um, not that everyone plays in, in mean, Italy, right? This place looks
1: like lynx golf mixed with something you'd see in florida it's like a weird combo i mean i don't know how else to describe it it does so it,
0: yeah i'm i'm you know i think rory's gonna be the the star of the show i i you know first really watched match play the end of last year um got excited about her i'm sorry beginning of this year what's the tournament um at the very beginning of the year i can't think of it was the match play oh, tournament
2: um the wgc yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Rip. And Rory just seemed like he was dialed in um, and and the competitiveness like goes up a level with him. Um, even though he didn't win it, I, I felt like, okay, no one's going to be able to count him out. And then it was a shock for me when he, we lost. So um, I'm I'm in on yeah. Rory, um, but, you know, the, let's have a little pride in, in our home country here. Uh, so I just think there's going to be a lot of uh of Kepka, um, just making yeah. like annoyed faces, time. <laughs> just, uh, like being, I mean, hey, Rory's but, got
1: the best odds, uh, at being the top he... point scorer right now. Yeah, he's tied with Scheffler for top two odds for like top point scorer across both teams.
0: I think Kepka's just gonna annoy, um everyone outside of the united he states get watching under people's skin yeah he
1: that's what he that's part of what he's on the team for too right so what's your official pick there who's the top point scorer? it's kapka okay it's kapka
2: But that was a bold pick and the reason he it annoys everybody pick. the reason he annoys everybody is because he looks like he's from north florida you know why because uh-huh. he's from north florida yeah and yeah. He, he doesn't he, give he, a shit he, about anything he, i grew up in Tallahassee, and he just oozes that florida state flavor <laughs> baby uh i mean listen the best things to come out of Tallahassee in the last 20 years are Burt Kreishner and Brooks Kapka. Just saying. He's, ah,
1: I didn't know he was from Tallahassee. Okay.
2: Who? Yeah. Burt Kreishner?
1: Yeah. I didn't know he was from there. The the
2: the machine? Yeah. The machine. All yeah. those okay. stories were about when he was at Florida state. And and, and I was in high school in the late nineties, early two thousands. My sisters were there. I asked, I was like, was he actually like an on-campus legend? And they were like, absolutely. Like yeah, if you were a in a fraternity cyborg. or sorority, you knew about this guy. But, and he's like, probably 95% of that's true. Anyways, of course, yeah. um, BK is a bold pick. He's six, five and one overall in Ryder cup. This is his fourth cup. I think he's got a, ch- so we talk about it with these guys, especially once you get to a point where you've got five, six, seven majors, you've got, you know, yeah. a couple hundred mil in the bank. Um, you know, life's good. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, You're a new father. You're married to a supermodel. Like he's, he, he, you know, sometimes you have to search for that next thing to get you motivated. And yeah. I think this live stigma thing that's going to float around, whether, you know, he's got the mental toughness to block it out if he wants to. And instead, I think he's going to leverage that. And I think you're right. He's going to be up there. It depends if he plays all five matches, because if chemistry does matter, and let's say that yeah, there is just got not that with. much, who's he, you know, who's he really? Well, I think he is kind of an anchor because I think you could put him with this Harmon
1: and they'll just both play as if they're not playing together and they might win.
2: Right. Now, and here's the thing, too. who Who's universal enough to play foursomes and four balls? I mean, Scotty Scheffler is actually my pick, right? That's who I think yeah. is going to win the most because I think he's going to play for all five matches. Yeah. Um, and the last time around, I think he was two, was it two, oh, and one? So he's they, just you know, never they, out they, of a
1: hole. He's just never out of a hole because of the shots he can hit.
2: That's it. And so there's nobody better in the game than him. Colin Morikawa is probably the best ball striker on the team, but yeah. that's just from, you know, from that kind of mechanical just woof, It's a thing of beauty. It's a, yeah. it's an orchestra. You can repeat it every time. Yep. You know, Scotty Sheffler's more like just freestyle blues or jazz. Like it, yep. you don't know how it gets done, but damn, is it gorgeous to watch? So I think yeah. Scheffler is going to come out on top with points um Rory is probably going to play all five and I wouldn't be shocked if he you know had if he has a run too because he is playing good he was kind of there towards the end he petered out on the tour championship but well he gets up for this
1: he gets up for this right like like we talked about it there's a lot that goes into the chemistry there's a lot that goes into some guys are just really tough to beat in match play and it's because when you're playing in a big tournament, it's not you versus one other person; it's you versus a lot of people, and you can kind of just lock in on yourself. I think when these guys are playing in match play, though, it's like a very different vibe. To that end, i'm I, i'm picking I'm picking Vic. I think the way he finished the year, the way he handles himself, just like from how he handles himself on the course to how he gives interviews to his general mindset, like. He's got a little Brooks in the sense that, like, he's just having fun out there. He doesn't really care. And I don't even know that Brooks is having any fun. But Vic is like, he's and he's just like, he can hit every shot. Like the short game is coming around. Like I, I don't know. I just feel like if you if you if you had to throw one of these guys out there, like if you if you're throwing Rory and Vic out, final match, anchor match, Sunday, got to win the thing. Man, I, Scheffler could could. Obviously, give him a run, but like those guys are tough. That's going to be tough. So I feel like that's where it's going to come from. It's going to be Vic and Rory.
2: I like that Victor play, and I like his love for Chipotle. He that's yeah. the, that's what he's known for, right? Yeah. Like somebody finally asked him, "How'd you know when you made it?" And he's like, "Well, I don't spend a lot of money, and yeah. you know this, that, and the other." He's like, "I live in Oklahoma." Yeah, yeah, I live in Oklahoma. Yeah, he, he, he he looks perma stoned, and yeah. I think it's because he grew up above the Nordic Circle or whatever, yeah. wherever in Norway. He's a so he's always just squinting through the. He, I love him, and I've been a big fan of him since he won the U.S. Amateur at Pebble a couple of years back. And uh, you know, when he came out of Oklahoma State. He's part of that kind of crew. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing maybe a Sunday singles Ricky yeah. versus Oklahoma. Yeah, that'd uh, be State fun. fellow.
1: Vicky. They weren't there at the same time, right? No, 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 no. 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 Uh, you, you know what else? Ricky's older. Yeah, he's older. Yeah. You know what else? Too. You know people that like to get into arguments out in the world. That what they really want is for you to take debate and argue with them. Mm -hmm. in a way like when you think about match play if you're the type of person who needs to feel some sort of energy from the other person you're playing to like get yourself to that next level he's also not going to give you that he's just playing his game like he's not going to get fired up he's not going to play into it he's not there's not going to be any gamesmanship i think he just shows up and like puts a dagger in and that's why guys like that are even harder like you knew tiger was going to be on you and that fuel you or it could it could crush you either way you're going to find you can prepare
2: for it at least yeah he's just going to slowly drip
1: birdies all over you and just bleed you out
2: well think about going into a negotiation and let's say the guy on the guy or girl yeah, on the other side uh, is known for being a killer just absolutely like you said yep you know you kind of expect know what to expect and. Even if your odds aren't in your favor, you at least can plan strategically as opposed to, you know, if they were just known for being a blank canvas and they sit there and they're just a brick wall. Everything just bounces back and, you know, you just either self implode, self-destruct. And and so there is something to be said about that In guys with those kind of temperament. And and because then there's the other side of it, the Ian Poulters, who's not here, who traditionally had that loud, vibrant. It'll be fun to see. Hatton's going to be
1: all over the place.
2: Tyrrell is, and, and you know what's funny is in I want to say it was the Tour Championship. Colin Morikawa got paired with Tyrrell. That's not a that and Max and Max Homa, and that was uh that was a their their starting threesome. And Colin said, "This is my favorite pairing I've ever had in my entire life." He said because yeah. Max Homa and I are cowboys, like we go back to Cal Berkeley. Yeah. They're both those guys. He's like, and Tyrrell Hatton is the most entertaining golfer to watch. Out of his mind, yeah. And he's like, and he goes, and he does it in a manner that's not rude or disrespectful, and it doesn't interrupt nope. your game. And nope. he snaps right back into it. It's kind of like John McEnroe or Jimmy Connors back yes. in the '80s and tennis, yeah, where it's good comp. that's that's how they had to exercise it. Yeah. And if you can't handle it, that's on you. Like, it's not their job to have your best interest. They have to figure out what works for them. Yeah. And that's. If the same he's a thing big with John McEnroe Ron. guy. He loves McEnroe. <laughs> I'm a, Con- I'm a big Con- Con- I'm a big John Jimmy Connors guy. When I was a kid growing up, tennis was my first sport. and My mom uh, would tell stories about me, like trying to emulate him and like falling down on the court dramatically (laughs) after a long rally or something. I was a little prima donna. There's a shocker.
0: No, I I just like yelling at referees. Um, (laughs) What are
2: they
1: going to do, bud? What are they going to do with um, any hole layouts that they're like, I know that I've heard some talk about the fifth hole could be set up in a real interesting way, which could bring a lot of strategy into play. Are they going to do anything unique to the course that may potentially make it a little harder or a little easier, depending on the type of game that people have? Like you were saying earlier, you know, if it's going to be irons and darts, is that favor the Europeans? Or if it's going to, is the length not going to matter? Like, are they going to do it? length's not holes? going to matter.
2: This is not a long course. 7,200, okay. 7,300, if they stretch it. Oh, wow. Um, It is known for it, it, narrow fairways and it, and they'll try to you can do certain things with the T setups like so the captains can influence the setup maybe oh. and I don't know how much say they have in the pin placements, but I do know that as they quote unquote work with the course they can do certain things like move T boxes here and there, okay. uh, you know, maybe try to try to cut the fairways a little more narrow, they can determine height of the the grass. So what these guys will do is
1: so they get a little bit of influence there. Okay.
2: Yeah. And so they will and, and that's what they, they've said they're gonna try to do grow out that rough, make it so that you have to be accurate off the tee, And that way also you can't just sit there and bomb it as far as you want, and uh the risk is not worth the reward. So, is it
1: you a, know, is it a 50-50 split? Like so the, the Europeans are on their home court, do they get to have more of a choice? Or is it like the captains have to agree on we're gonna no, throw the rough? Home, out. home
2: home it's home field advantage. You you set up the course, oh, I you love determine that. the order you determine the order of play. Everybody plays so. For for the for the noobs out there, three days yeah. of competition on Friday they're going to play uh, four four matches in the morning, four matches in the afternoon. The morning matches will be either foursomes or four ball. I think they're leading with foursomes, uh, yeah. and that's we would call that alternate shot or best ball. Uh, yeah. So they'll do that. They'll repeat that on Saturday, and then on Sunday everybody plays all twelve players singles matches head to head. It's actually kind of cool to, to see them when those those tee times are revealed. Because yeah. they don't they they don't do it like the president's cup where it's like a live draft. We're going to some blind drawing, right? It. Yeah, yeah. They they submit in an envelope and they just have to hand them off, and then you know they find out kind of when the tea time. That's how we do it, Gibby.
1: That's how we do it on our trip. We adopted and that it, because of this. It's
2: it, it's pr- it's pretty cool. It's wild because you don't have much time if you're a player to prepare for who's going to be on the other side. But then you get that sp- that that spiral of why is Brooks Koepka so good because he doesn't give a shit. Like just yeah. whoever's up. Yeah, he's good. And that's, that's why I, this, this sport, the, I like the attention that match play and team play has gotten. So back it up a couple, Same. a couple steps, the, the fire pit collective, Alan Shipnick and those guys, phenomenal group of golf journalists and insight. One of them though, wrote a piece today that kind of was like an RIP to the Ryder cup. And he tried to, and it's fine. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. But he was talking about how live without, you know, because of the live situation where uh, this was supposed to be, what's his face? Who's it over there? Not Poulter. Henrik Stenson's team. Stenson. This yeah. was supposed to be Stenson's team. Yeah. And where is this without Phil Mickelson is like maybe a vice captain where, you know, his mom grew up in a small town outside of Rome and this would have been a perfect chance. You know, wow, all these storylines that could have been with these other players. And I just hate it when it gets that myopic of the view where you take three steps back and how many hundreds of professional golfers are out there. And actually in the running, maybe not statistically, you know, it's only a few guys when you take a step back and see how many people are actually on tour who are vying for these spots. But that's, again, why Brooks Koepka is so good. They asked him about his mentality once. He goes, I'm only playing against a dozen or two dozen guys. He's like, the other 130, he's like, half of them are just not going to make it anyway. They, you know, he's like, they're not going to make the cut. He's like, and then after that, you know, there's really only 30 guys who really can compete, you know, and he breaks it down to that level of confidence. Yeah. So he was talking about how without those guys and those that, and because of this marred uh, reputation, you know, we don't have maybe one more swan song for these, these Europeans. Yeah. And uh, you know, wh- where, you know, Dustin Johnson would have played, you know, Dustin Johnson the other day, I would have played my way on it, but you didn't. Yeah. Everybody makes tri- life choices. And I think that trying yeah. to chase the, that narrative just discounts how freaking good these guys already are without the one or two, you know, I'd be like if Saquon Barkley and Nick Chubb and those running backs this year had they held out and not signed and not come back, yeah. they know exactly what would have happened. We all yeah. would have watched anyway, you yeah. know. Yeah. So, so you're not you're chasing the wrong story. I think if you're saying if anybody out there and this guy was and I just disagree with him, if you're saying that this is not this is a lesser than Ryder Cup. Uh, on the flip side, there's a deep, deep, deep. You ready for the rabbit hole, real quick? And I won't be yeah. long. Down the rabbit there. Hole. Take us. <laughs> so there's a deep history with golf in Rome. Back in 1908, the Olympics were in London, and famously, it was a it was the last time that the Olympics were scheduled to be played uh, until the 2016 Olympics. So the night before the London Olympics were supposed to start, or it was like the Olympic competition for golf. It was one or the other. The Royal and Ancient Golf Club just said. We're not signing off on this. We can't sanction this event. They pulled out. They had an issue with how the teams were being determined and the fact that they were being counted. So England was being counted with Scotland and Wales and Northern Uh, Ireland as the United Kingdom. So as the United Kingdom, they could only submit a certain number of players. Meanwhile, Germany could submit that same number of players. And so they, they thought there was an inequitable distribution of where the actual golf talent is as opposed to now where it's like Got the to top to 20 and then up, essentially. yeah so they just so they had issue with that they also had issue with the fact that it was right up against the amateur so they just pulled out and then golf disappeared well the yep. only reason it was supposed to be in london was because in 1906 mount vesuvius erupted and rome the original host of that 1908 olympics had to say eh we kind of have to deal with this over here. So the government yeah. of Italy pulled the Olympics, London jumped in and then golf disappeared. Interesting. So there you go. There's your little, there's your little nugget of history. I was, I was thinking to myself, area. like, what is the, I don't, you don't think of
1: Italy all that much when it comes to golf. Like they got a few guys, but you like, you don't really right. think you about
2: got the it. Molinari brothers. Yeah. Um, and yep. ugh, there's, there's a couple others out there, but to your point, us, I mean, Guido? When, you, when you're who Guido, whatever, Migliozzi,
1: is that his last name?
2: oh yeah yeah okay sorry yeah. i didn't know, didn't know where you were going for a minute though. i wasn't sure if
1: he it was italian i almost had to go back and look
2: um, my people my own people so i i that i just had to get that off my chest where that dude was talking about how like you know this is the lackluster rider cup no it's not it's it, it's just no way it's like they're always awesome it, yeah it's just like one of those one of those seasons where a strike led to a shortened preseason and blah yeah. blah blah and it's like what's gonna happen well star break nobody cares and, throw it out it's and, an outlier yeah, once these guys tee it up nobody cares um, the best format I'm, in
1: any sport, maybe March Madness compares, but like the Ryder Cup is competition. It is, competition. it's the most fun battle that we get in sports.
0: So when so, when they're the battles, yes. um, no question for you guys because I I don't know enough. Um, yeah, when when you get these battles, right, and like people are going to be watching on Sunday, who who are the potential like villains? Are there are there any storylines out there where it's like, you know. You're rooting for the US and uh and we don't want to upset our friends. We do have two listeners in Italy. I don't know their preferences. We don't know their preferences. One in Poland. So we don't want to upset our our European listeners. No, but absolutely. um absolutely not. Are there <laughs> are there any villains that that we should be looking out for going into the weekend? It sounds like Wyndham
1: Clark is trying to become one. Justin yeah. Thomas always is a little bit of a villain. Kepka, just because of the the live stuff. Um I mean, on the European side, what are you going to get mad at Matt Fitzpatrick? Like, I don't, I don't see. Yeah, any guys as a matter of fact,
2: you, as a matter of fact, you are. You want to know? You want to know a sneaky storyline to follow? Matt <laughs> yeah, Fitz, Matt Fitzpatrick v. Brooks Kepka. Matt Fitzpatrick is one of the few players, and I don't know if it was in full swing or somewhere else, but he's one of the few players that actually was on the record. No, it was a podcast. Uh, who just went out there when they said should these guys be allowed back? And he's like, he no, said they no. should have life. He's like lifetime bands. You made your uh, bed, and you sleep in it. So that actually is. I love that okay. you Maddie Fitzpatrick because you know little little yeah. guy, little spider. They won't forget like that. Brooks won't forget that. No, he he's like Dion. He keeps receipts. So yep. I think yep. I think that you ask for villains. Uh, Brooksie is always going to be. He's embraced it. They're going to they're going to look at me like a dickhead or a villain, yep. or whatever. If if they yep. you know if my if my focus is seen as apathy that's on you if my focus bothers you that's on you yeah that's no problem and 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 he's and he's got the trophies to back it up so it's one of those things where it's like you you hate people who are that kind of cocky and arrogant but when they keep winning
1: that's that's the benefit you get all the riches but you also get to clown on people that's the point that's what winning is the other stuff comes as it's tertiary you want to be able to like just flex on people that's oh, what winning's all about that's what
2: they so we talk. that's why that's so that's the chip on his shoulder it's yeah. whether it's whether you look at me weird because i'm look at me weird yeah because my mullet he did get a haircut he got a new mullet yeah. for the. he got the Ryder cup uh flow i'm looking at these
1: names called. and i don't see it like hatton isn't hateable like you said earlier like he's just a wild not anymore not, not anymore yeah. He would
2: have been seen it was kind of, again it's kind of like a McEnroe arc of uh you know it almost yeah. became endearing yeah. or you finally figured it out like uh you can't hate j- fairway jesus you're gonna go to hell no Ludwig Aberg uh, is Tommy's kind of like Tate, another he's another anyone victor. named Fleetwood
0: is fine with me.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Put him on the list. Shane <laughs> Lowry is like
1: the jovial fat Irish guy. Like, who's gonna hate Shane Lowry?
2: But him and Justin Thomas are the two, though, that they kind of have to perform. They're the two captains yeah. picks that were done for all of those reasons, like vibe and yep. you know, perspective. And you don't leave JT at home. Well, you know, Shane Lowry's kind of turned into that for, for Team Europe. Um, I'm interested to see what Seb Straka and Bobby McIntyre do. Yeah, uh, I, I, well, Sep Straka, we don't know. I think he can is play. His first he can Rider play. Cup. He's, I mean, yeah. he's a Georgia Bulldog guy. You know, he's won a couple times. He he knows what he's doing. What yeah. I'm saying is, I'm looking forward to seeing some of these Ryder Cup rookies because, yeah, what if they're the next Patrick Reed? Like you yep. know, we all hated Patrick Reed in the Choker, but um, yeah, and we still kind of hate him. And he brings it upon himself. He does. Yeah. Have. Of course. Well, he hey, was really them. he was really good in the Ryder Cup. He just broke the code, right? He was the one that went out there, it was like, oh You don't talk outside the locker room. No, nope. that's just nope. that's All part, part of this. it. So yeah, if you can't if, if there's not trust, there's not a if there's not trust, there's not a team. Uh and team golf has, you know, the Ryder Cup, this is it. These names we're splicing hairs. Uh unless you're talking about Rory, John Rom, maybe Victor Hofflin, the way he's playing, and Scotty Scheffler, those guys. Uh, you really could kind of suggest another two, three guys from Europe or the USA who could, are just as deserving to be in these spots. Oh yeah. Or after seeing Sahit Thigala, you know, pick yeah, up mate. his first win, it's going. Oh my god. Well that's nice a good thing. Maker. Golf's in
1: a good place. There's an embarrassment oh. of riches of kids coming up who can play. And there's a bunch more in the pipeline right behind these guys. There's like a nice wave of, of young guys who can play coming up who are doing it the right way, which is cool. It keeps golf fun, right? After we've lost like what we've lost at the top level, we needed to backfill a little bit. And it's it's good to see that. You got what do you guys what would you guess the um odds are for a hole in one to happen at any point during the tournament? Plus what?
2: Real quick, explain to me the how do how do you read odds that way? So so
1: so if 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 it's like <laughs> such a such
2: an idiot when it comes to No, benefit. if
1: it's like a true coin flip, the odds will be like -110, meaning like if you bet $50, you're going to get 40 back. The house, you know, takes a, takes a cut for the vig. So anything that's plus, 100, 200, 300, 400, 500, 600 sure. and up is less likely to happen and so you get better odds, you make more if you hit that bet. So knowing that, what would you say that Vegas has the odds at for a hole-in-one to happen in the tournament?
2: Plus a billion.
0: Gibby? Uh, plus 480. It's plus 480?
1: 400. 480. Yeah. Plus 480.
2: 400 My brain still went back to the old way of Well, thinking. it's plus 400, like, and the reason I bring it up is, like, that's not bad. They're
1: expecting yeah. at least... so. Someone's gonna ace. Someone's gonna drop an ace on this thing, and that's gonna be electric.
2: So they do have they do have a couple of mid and short par threes on this. And to your point, at the end of the day, you know you do get you get some say in how the course is set up. And so you don't want it to be impossible because your guys have to play it too. And yep. so for on those, yep. you do just say, all right, may the best made the best golfer win. Here's the spot, and you you set it up especially for those foursome days where it's alternate shot, where yeah. you know you you only get one chance to put a ball on the on the green I love
1: alternate shots so much what a uh, freaking, great form I think it's man. a
2: phenomenal I'm actually playing oh this is funny and we so now, much strategy I'm playing in a not an alternate shot I'm playing in the US uh, US four ball qualifier next uh, next week I like with that with buddy mind zero expectations other than to go out there and try to have fun somebody's going some some That's some golf. pair is going to go out and shoot 60 my it's buddy awful. and I are like, listen, if we can stay at par or better best ball, we'll be happy. Shane yes. Bacon's actually put the team off in the group in front of oh, us. Oh, no way. Nice. So we'll be we'll be watching him the whole time. That's it. So
0: um we brought up or, or I think Matt or Bud, you brought up the upcomers, right? So yes. um this is every other year. So we don't get it next year. Um in 2025, we're at Beth Page, correct?
2: Yes, yes, New York. Um, yep.
0: so who are, are some names that that didn't make it? That you know maybe we're deserving or would have been first timers that we can think about, and then you've got the juniors. I think is on Thursday the Junior Rider Cups. Any names there on the the junior side that we should yeah. be keeping our eyes out, or, or up and comers that we might we see on know. the twenty twenty five squad?
2: You caught me. I didn't even. I have not looked at the Junior Rider Cup
0: yet, and I got so to because I will Hartman. Who is it? Will Hartman? Or am I just thinking of? I know the name
2: Phil. You just had <laughs> Phil in the brain. Yeah,
0: no, Phil it's Hartman. a Phil. No, uh, Will
2: Hartman. I'm not familiar with Will. I'm, okay, I got the page the page up now. Um, actually, on the on the girls' side, Yana Wilson and Anna Davis are two of the most the more decorated amateur golfers on the girls' uh, game. Recently, winning Augusta Women's Amateur National Amateur and the uh, U.S. Girls, and I want to say U.S. Uh, U.S. Women's Amateur, and there between the two of them. Ah, uh, no, they didn't do the amateur yet. But you got a U.S. junior and a uh, Gus National Women's Amateur. On the boys' side, I don't. I'm not familiar with too many of these names. Will Hartman does stick out, but he also looks like Scott Dunlap, the guy who just won the U.S. Amateur. That name Who's just sounds Will... familiar, even if it isn't. Hart... Well, are we talking about Phil Hartman from News Radio? Oh well, yeah, from, from everything. Uh, when, from everything. When, when are we not? Always. Hartman won the 28th annual Bobby Chapman Teenage Title. Okay. There's so many um,
1: tournaments. There's so many
0: things.
2: There's so, so I'd much. say Yana Wilson and Anna Davis. Those two names keep out. Keep out. Uh, nomination I, names.
0: I, okay. There's the Heath, right? That that would be really exciting.
2: Thegaal um, actually, and, and it's almost like hindsight's twenty twenty. Like I was just about to say, he's he, he, watching him maintain his lead and even extend it. He hits the ball all over the damn place, yeah. but he's done that his entire career. So it looks like he just knows how to play trouble shots. It's kind of like Seve Ballesteros. Yep. In that in that same regard, and that sets Kinda up like for me, this alternate the shot. Right. Yep. Just put me anywhere because yep. I will either get us out of trouble or I'm good enough to capitalize on that I've, shot. I've
1: had to hit enough four irons in the back of my stance, real low, stingers out of the woods to know that that's a shot that I got in the bag now, for better and or worse. somebody
2: else who can shape the ball, and who's, who, who's going to be on, on the radar for the next time around, you were asking about that, is Cam Young. He can hit oh, the ball a mile, but he can shape it. He can't putt. And he's not reliable enough with the short stick. Uh, I think he's still triple digits in strokes game. Vic didn't
1: used to be either though. And he figured it out. So that was,
2: well, I mean the game, not everybody just kind of comes out with that full package. And, you know, and and as a matter of fact, it's much more subtle than usually it is apparent for a guy like Vic, where yeah, there's all, they're always tweaking aspects of their game and putting is usually kind of not last, but you know, if you're really good with shot making, you get close enough that you don't have to worry about relying on a handful of 30 footers every round. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love it. Who? So it. Cam
2: Cam Young Thigala, uh, I'm trying to think. Arge, is it too
0: early for Sarge in 2025? Are we looking at no? 2027? Not even close.
2: Not even close. He cleaned up at the Walker Cup this year. He went four and zero. Oh, he was Billy Badass. The 18th hole at uh, St Andrews, the old course, is a 287 yard par four. It's famous. Yeah. Everybody knows. And now it's really just a glorified par three uh that it was set up at two nine two eighty-seven or 294 one or the other and sarge had oh, a three three wood that just skipped right on and checked up to about 25 yeah. feet yeah, the kid's course. the truth he's the he is the next wave he'll be in red white and blue uh at beth page black um i mean there might oh, be a yeah. couple of those walker cup guys Well, because it's two might-
1: years so it's like they
2: got time right there's there's a lot of guys that
1: who knows what they could do in a year on the tour like there's room there's space for those guys gibby's yeah. gibby's projecting gibby's trying to get a draft in that might really <laughs> that crap. bear is ridiculous the mouth <laughs> moves a few seconds it's after hurts. you say something it's incredibly ridiculous and i thank you for it it's a new thing
0: we're talking about phil hartman it's like uh, i'm just <laughs> bear i don't understand the world
1: it's like so lagged incredible <laughs> you know i didn't expect tonight to come in to meet a new friend and i did this uh hooded bear that gibby has introduced um, us to what a treat
0: but any parting shots before we uh we we wrap it up and give um America the the podcast they've been waiting for all, all summer. Yep.
2: This this is gonna be a close one. Do not get down. I mean, the Solheim Cup this last weekend, our ladies went out to a 4-0 lead Friday morning just to watch it slowly chip away and then lose it in Sunday singles. If it's if it's within five points, don't lose faith. Uh, and I wouldn't be shocked to see a 14 and a half, 13-and-a-half US victory because we are trying to break a 30 year dry spout uh or dry spell uh, overseas. So team USA all the way, Scotty Scheffler, number one point leader, and I like my crow medium rare. Okay.
1: I love it. <laughs> Vegas agrees with you. We'll see what happens. So Bud, uh, thank, thank, you. You, again. thank you, back. you.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Take care, guys. Good
1: night. Thanks, bud. Hey, hey, hey.